Welcome to the Golden Ratio Podcast. I'm Jen, your mom, joined as always by Jared Dad. Hi. This is a bonus episode because we got some stuff to talk about mm-hmm. and stuff will have changed by the time we do a regular next episode. So I thought we'd just do a quick dog health bonus episode. Bonus makes it sound good. It's not really all that good. It's just additional. Yeah. So uh, this week on... Wednesday? Is that yesterday? The days are hard to distinguish. Tuesday, I think. Tuesday. No, Wednesday. I took all the dogs. I took Hopper. That's yesterday. Yeah, it was yesterday. Hopper, Jasmine, and Queso to the vet. And I had made the appointment for Hopper and Queso down when we were in the Keys because Hopper has been limping a bit, having some trouble going down the stairs. When I run with her... Sometimes she gets kind of limpy on the run, so I wanted to get that checked out. Queso has, since we got her, had one very big back leg and one very small back leg because they think she tore her ACL like way before we got her and it never got treated, and so that leg has sort of withered. I mean, she still puts some weight on it, but doesn't use it much no she definitely limps like or favors right yeah for sure but then the other leg has this mass on it and like we had it kind of checked out when we first got her and they said they thought it was a lipoma which is one of those fatty lumps that like old dogs get they feel kind of like a hard-boiled egg under the skin they're squishy They're real squishy, and it's just fat. There's nothing dangerous about them, and they don't really do anything about them unless they grow in a way that gets in the way of the dog doing stuff. Lots of old dogs have them. They're kind of lumpy. It's pretty normal for old dogs to have a few. Jasmine has a ton of them, and they're big. She's lumpy. Yeah, which we'll get to. But Queso's was weird because normally they're right under the skin, and you can, like, push them around. Um, And hers, it seemed like, was between muscle And so her muscle was kind of on the outside, and then this fat lump was underneath. But it was big. It was kind of her whole inner thigh. And uh, that has gotten a lot bigger, and I think recently. So when we got down to the Keys and she was sort of uncomfortable, which I mentioned in the last podcast, I was feeling it. And now it kind of wraps around to, like, the outside of her thigh. It feels like the skin is kind of stretched. It's much bigger than it was. And so I wanted the vet to check that out to see if it was maybe time that we do something about it. And then Jasmine, as I mentioned, has a whole bunch of these like tennis ball sized lipomas and pretty much has the whole time we've had her. She's got one in her armpit. She's got a couple on her belly. She's got them all over the place. And we had both noticed when we were down in the Keys that there was one on like her rib cage on the outside, which had not been there. And it was big. It was tennis ball sized. And it like hadn't been there before. We hadn't noticed it. And all of a sudden it was big. Mm -hmm. But it felt a little bit harder than a normal lipoma, which are normally they are super squishy. Push them and they kind of squish in. (laughs) And we don't do that all that much. I'm sure it's annoying. We don't do that much. um, It is very, like a lipoma really is like hard boiled egg textured. Yeah. And, And this isn't like rock hard, but it felt harder than a normal lipoma and i was like well she's got all these other ones maybe it's not a big deal but i was like i should get it checked out because i don't really remember it and you know maybe they'll want to take some of these off and uh called my vet to be like you know could i bring in jasmine instead of hopper 
because Hops is overall doing fine, like is a pretty minor thing to get checked out. And they're like, I'll just bring all three of them. <laughs> it's fine. So I get the whole squad up there. And uh, Jasmine goes first. And Dr. Bob, who's been our regular vet and is just like the best human being. He is. He's like, uh, this is not good. Like, this feels harder than a normal lipoma. I'm like, oh yep. Crap. And uh, he's like, well, let me do a check. So basically they put a little syringe in there, like a needle in the syringe in there and kind of suck on it. And there's not fluid in it. So it doesn't suck a lot out, but it'll get some cells out and you can put it on a slide and take a look at it and see. And so he did that and got some out. And it was weird because it bled, like not a lot, but there were four like big drops, spots of blood on the floor. And normally those lipomas... You know, like whenever you get your blood drawn, if they just poke through your skin, you don't bleed from that. Or maybe you have a tiny drop of blood. There is, you know, she wasn't gushing blood, but it was like dripping, which is weird. Um, and so he didn't get a great sample from that. And he's like, I've got one good one. We're going to send that to the lab. Let me try to give another, you know, try to get another one. And he'd given her some Benadryl, which he's like, this will bring the inflammation down. And I was like, that's weird. Benadryl. <laughs> and, uh, this cause he clearly knows what's going on and is just trying to confirm it and takes another sample and brings it back and says, yeah, well, I see some mast cells in there. So, uh, mast cell tumor, which is what it seems like she has is a cancerous tumor. Um, they're really common, especially among retrievers, mast cell tumors, but usually they're pretty small. They're, two centimeters zero to four is kind of a normal range they look kind of like an ingrown hair or some kind of like angry red bump on the skin jasmine's does not look like that hers i think he measured was nine centimeters on each side so it's huge and uh it this they have all kinds of things so basically the mast cells and i am not a veterinarian but from my internet searches is basically uh mast cell tumors have to do with the red blood cells that have like histamine responses. And then these tumors have these kind of pockets in them. And so Benadryl is a thing that you use to treat these kinds of tumors because it reduces kind of, it's an antihistamine and the tumors have to deal with histamine responses. And so it can make them shrink. So she's on Benadryl twice a day now as a prescription. Um, and she's having surgery. He's like, so we need to get her in right away to take this off. So she's having surgery Monday to take the tumor off. Um, the prognosis is super mixed with this. If you catch these early, so there's like, you know, a grade of these, just like you have, you know, stage four cancer, stage one cancer. Um, they grade these tumors like that. And if you catch it early and you have a low grade tumor, um, and they can kind of get clean margins, which means they take it out and there's no tumor left on the inside. They really can get the whole thing. The dogs tend to do really well. I mean, I think the some study I've read said the average life after that is 70 months, Whoa. which is, you know, like, fine. it's a bunch of years. Yeah, yeah she's, be 20. she's not going to live that long. Um, she'd be 20. That'd be great. But yeah, so basically they go on to live like a normal life expectancy uh, if you do that, if they're... The, so I think there's three grades. So if it's the worst grade, 
then the prognosis is really bad and they tend to metastasize because they're in like the blood cells, right? So it's easy for the cancer to move around and they tend to get cancer someplace else and you can do a bunch of stuff. But if they're really advanced like that, it tends not to help. So we don't know, like this is big, which is not good. Like that suggests it's not one of the lower grades, but who knows? Like if it's just in the lump and we take out the lump, hopefully it'll take it everything up. Yeah, it yeah. could be like, well, there was this big giant lump, but actually even though it was really big, it's a you know, clean margins and low grade and I don't I don't know how they determine that. Um so we'll see. She's having the surgery Monday to take the lump off. They're going to biopsy it and then we'll get some more info. Um but you know, she's 13 and so what we do at this point is probably like take the lump off and then just try to make sure she stays happy. Like, I don't know that I would do chemo or radiation for a 13-year-old dog because, like, 13 is old for a golden. Chemo and radiation is almost worse than the symptoms. Yeah, I mean, even though, like, dogs don't have as negative a response to that treatment as humans do, but still, like, what are you going to get from it? Yeah. You know, like, is she going to live another year? I mean, dog making it to 14, a golden making it to 14 is a rare thing. And so like, are we, I just, I never want to do all of that and kind of put them through that and put us through it. If something else is likely to crop up in three months or six months anyway, you know, is she going to have kidney problems? Like she's had borderline test results before she could have a heart problem. She could have all this other stuff that comes up because she's so old. And so is it worth putting her through that if something else is likely to come through? I don't know. You know, I trust what the vet says. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, that's the status. We'll it's, know more on Monday. Yeah. I mean, I, I almost didn't want to post about it because, like, I don't really know a lot to say. Like, with Riley, his prognosis is really bad, right? Like, he's going to die from the kidney failure and it's basically week to week to see how he does. And he seems to be doing well now, but he could die in a week. And that's like expected from the vet, you know, that just like, it's not good. Bad stuff happens. Yeah. This, you know. Yeah. And, but he's doing great. Right. So like, that's good, but we sort of know what to expect, which is like, we're going to keep him happy. We're giving him all these medicines, but anything could happen at any point, And like, we're just lucky for all the time we get with him. Yeah. But with Jasmine, we don't know. Like, it could be, meh, she's got this. 70 months. We got another six years. <laughs> it could be great that we get, like, another six years with her. Oh, yeah. Um, that would be really amazing. Break, break a record, <laughs> I think. But, yeah, I mean, we could get this taken off, and it could be like, yeah. I mean, she's had, when we got her, she had a lump on her neck that was cancerous. Yeah. It was a different kind of cancer. Um, but they took that off, and it's fine. It hasn't come back. Not a big deal. She healed well. Yeah. She was just like, okay, so we had that surgery. The lump's gone. Yeah, it was cancerous, but you don't have to worry about it coming back. It's fine. Um, this could be like that. Or it could be, oh, it's really advanced. And, you know, we basically got to look for it showing up in other places. So we don't know. So as soon as we get more info from the vet, which will probably be the end of next week, because they got to, you know, send it to the lab and get results. It could even be longer than that. So. August 10th, 11th. Yeah. I mean, I think that would be the earliest and it might be the week after that. So we'll see. Um, so that's Monday. That's Jasmine. That's Jasmine. So that's the worst news. Uh, Hopper is sort of the best news, which is she has arthritis. <laughs> she just 
because of all that running. It's not, you don't get arthritis from running. Swimming? No. <laughs> Barking at rocks? Because uh, she comes from the same stock as Vink, who is a total lemon. A fucking defective line of dog. <laughs> Somehow we got the rejects and runts. Sorry, I mean, Vink, you're a runt. She's six years old, so she's, you know, middle aged effective <laughs> so that's it uh there's nothing really to do about it like we you mm-hmm. know she's on uh dasaquin which we just have to give more religiously uh which is fine it's a treat they like it it's just a very expensive treat 70 bucks a bag or something yeah. uh, but everybody should be taking that all the time in this house me too perhaps i mean you could maybe stick with like regular glucosamine is it cheaper it is cheaper, yeah. It doesn't have that meat you flavor. <laughs> I mean, I can put it in a meatball for you if that would help. Beef flavor. <laughs> Glucosamine. So, uh, so anyway, Hobbs is fine. And for Queso, uh, Dr. Bob was shocked at how big the mass was on the back of her leg. He was like, holy crap, like this is huge. And I was like, yeah, it's, it, I mean, it was. It was big before. It felt kind of meaty before. Now it, you can, it definitely feels like there's something growing in there. And so. He's like, he's concerned that there might be something else in there, but it's really, you know, he was really trying hard to feel it. And he's like, all I can feel is fatty tissue. So that could be all it is, but there could be some other tumor like in there. Like what else could be in there, Vink? (laughs) I mean, it's almost that big. It's Vink size. Uh, You know, it could, it could be any kind of, could be, it could be a mast cell tumor that's in there. Uh, Who knows, right? It could be all kinds of things. And he just can't tell because it's like under the muscle and then there's like the fat too. So hopefully it's just a lipoma that suddenly started getting big. Um, He doesn't know, but he's going to do surgery to take it off because it's the skin feels stretched and you can tell she's not, she doesn't want to put weight on it in the same way. And it's kind of uncomfortable for her. So she's having surgery Wednesday. So Jasmine is having surgery Monday. (sighs) Queso is having surgery Wednesday. And then, uh, On Sunday, the Sunday after that, I think the current plan is that we're going to be kind of fostering, babysitting a dog. This uh, is an emotional roller coaster of a week. Yeah. So this is not a dog from Great, our normal rescue group. This is a, a friend uh, is kind of taking a dog that somebody doesn't want anymore. It's a gray market dog. Yeah, gray market dog. Uh, so sort of an independent rescue. And, uh, <laughs> independent rescue. The, the dog needs a place to stay for three weeks, so I volunteered. So... If that still happens, which is the plan, this dog, a six-month-old golden retriever puppy, is going to come with us uh, a week from Sunday. Next time I get picked up for car theft, I'll be like, independent rescue. (laughs) Well, the people are giving her this dog. Uh That's what I say about the car, too. I would 100% take an abused dog out of somebody's yard and be like... Independent rescue. (laughs) It would be a very independent rescue. (laughs) This seems to... I don't know exactly how she found this dog, but the, the people seem to want to get rid of it. And uh, sure. I don't know the whole story. Pape. Uh, but anyway, I was like, yeah, I can babysit your dog. And, you know, we're going to do some training, do oh some housebreaking. It's going to be so much fun. Six months old. Oh, my God. It's, it's going to be, be so crazy. Some puppy. But, so we're going to have two dogs who are like less than a week out from surgery and then a puppy. Yeah, well. Six. What are you gonna do? So uh, more love, man. You more can look love. forward to some chaos. I, 
you know, I, I never like to talk about fosters and stuff until they show up because we've had a lot of them where it's like, they're coming, they're coming. Okay. This afternoon they're coming and then they don't come for no, whatever the reason. The owner's like, I don't think I want to, or that know, happens, right? The owners are, somebody else took them or something. Yeah. But a lot of times like the owners who are like, I don't have time, I can't do this. And then someone goes to pick the dog up and they're like, I, I can't give up the dog, which is like sort of sad because you know that dog is not getting the attention it needs but then they can't give it up so yeah at that point you know all the reasons why it's a good idea you've all it's like <laughs> you know bagging on your friend's ex-boyfriend or something and then they get back <laughs> together you're like oh i just gave you all the reasons why the boyfriend was an ass and now you're back together with him it's the same thing we're like oh this is good because of all these problems and of course that dog should have been given up and then you're like oh no not giving no, up they're keeping the crap. yeah so no. the dog still is gonna have all the problems that it had yeah uh and uh, so you know you always that's why we we typically don't talk about fosters like i never am like really trying to hold out on y'all and be like surprise it's a new dog right. it's because we usually know a week or two ahead of time except we've had yeah, we i mean know i think there's a five or six and at this point we we understand it's the possibility right yes yeah i mean there's a 20 percent chance when we're going to take a dog that the dog ends up not coming yeah. uh for whatever reason and so you know we're not in control of this one it seems like the plan is all set but you never know until the dog is here yeah uh, yeah but it there may be real craziness no. both happiness and uh I don't know if it's sadness, but difficulties with yeah. recovering old dogs. And peeing on the oh. carpet, maybe. Oh, yeah. Hey. <laughs> That's breaking. We got to bring the crate up from the basement. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's crying at night. And, oh, my oh, God. Puppies, they're great, but they're hard. Oh. This is a friend. I'm. I will never foster a puppy again after Gozer, mm. who is nine months old. It she. I mean, scary. she was a very nice dog, but just like the nine-month-old energy. Crazy. I was like, wow, like. I am so used to and in love with old dogs who are really mellow and just all like around. all legs and galumpy. Yeah, bouncing off everything, like very needy. Uh, so, anyway, that may be coming. But yeah, so we're going to have two recovering dogs next week in the house, uh, but lots of lumps removed. So, yeah, we could open a lump museum. <laughs> oh, God, so gross. <laughs> Well, <laughs> all right if you get squeamish about this stuff skip forward like two minutes so you know david sedaris yeah he uh we went and saw him and he actually talked about he had a lipoma exactly the same thing felt like a hard-boiled egg that's it yeah he <laughs> he was like uh i want to get it removed and his, his doctor's like there's no reason to remove it he's like i want to get it removed and feed it to a snapping turtle that was it there's yeah, a snapping turtle like in yes. the pond by my house. And so he's talking about this at a show and some doctor came up to him. She's like, I can remove it for you and give it to you. Cause the other doctor like, even if we remove it, you can't have it. And she's yeah. like, I'll do it. Just come in. Like, do it in your house. Like, yeah, like black market surgery. She's like, I don't even charge you. I'll just do it. And so she did. She like goes in and like, you know, it, it's, they remove these lipomas on that show Dr. Pimple Popper. Like sometimes people go in there and they have lipomas. I don't want to know about that show. Um, but it seems, I mean, I've caught like pieces of it where I turn the TV on and that channel's on. And it seems really straightforward. Like she numbs the skin. She does a little incision. The thing just kind of bloop pops out. And then she sews them back up. Like it's, it's not like this big surgery. It's a really straightforward thing. So it seems like that's what they would have done for him. So she just 
numbs it up, does this little incision, pops it out, gives it to him, and he fed it to the snapping He tried to explain why he wanted to do that. I think he was on the Conan podcast. He was trying to explain that. Oh, that's right. He was on the Conan podcast. It didn't make sense to me. It still doesn't seem to make any sense. Just like the idea seized him. It's not him. like his pet snapping. It was just... No. The snapping turtle liked so, it, though. It, it would have liked bread, it's so too. so weird. I mean, it's a part on. of his body. Just throw a herring in there or something. Okay, it's now safe to start listening again if you are. That's not how this works. They have to be listening. They're skippers. They're skippers. They have to be listening. Hey, skippers, it's safe. You can come back. Um, Anyway, no, there will be no museum of removed parts. I do have a bunch of teeth, though, so we could definitely open a dog tooth museum. A smile Um, reconstruction. They fell out by their own accord. Yes, yes. No teeth were removed from these dogs. We just prevented them from eating them. Oh, I do also have the bits of Vink's elbow that they took out in her elbow dysplasia. So maybe we are just going straight towards like removed dog parts I mean, museum. If you count floof, we could, we could do oh my like God. a freaking warehouse. Could you imagine floof. like we get a cylinder, like a 36-inch diameter cylinder, floor to ceiling, and we just fill it with floof that we brush out of them? Yeah, and you could This could be a whole new career. And if you're, if you're lucky, Vink will be in there too, and you won't be able to tell. <laughs> She's the Golden Ratio Dog Oddities Museum. <laughs> with Vink. Now Sugar, with Vink. Sugarloaf Key, Florida. Come on down. See the amazing cylinder of floof yeah. and <laughs> dog teeth. And, and now with toenails. Oh God, Toenail clippings. No, that's too much. From dogs. Oh, From dogs. Oh, this just keeps getting... It just keeps going back to bad. It veers to... Unskip. Unskip. <laughs> anyway. Uh, so, yes, we're... We're not like super devastated by the Jasmine news because this could turn out to not be a huge deal. And she has absolutely no effect on her yeah, other than there's is, a lump. She's unaffected. She's, she's happy. not worried. She doesn't, she's not predicting anything. She's no, but she fine. doesn't have any pain. The thing doesn't no. bother her. You can push on it. She, she doesn't does, feel it. She does the fling. Yep. Just like happy, energetic. Yeah. Like other than the fact there's a lump, you wouldn't think anything was wrong with her. So that's great, right? Yeah. Her quality of life is identical. Yep. Um, she's still a little nihilistic, but she started out that way. <laughs> yeah, she's the same as always. Um, so, so we're kind of hoping like it'll work out. And if it doesn't, look, she's thirteen, and we're. I suspect even if it is, you know, not the best outcome, that she still has a decent amount of time before something pops up. And if she doesn't, then we I, deal with it then. I right? thought you said seventy months. Wasn't that guaranteed seventy months? <laughs> I think you, you did the research on the internet. <laughs> I think I'm going to have to explain how this works to you. 70 months offline. is what I heard. <laughs> and then I did the math, and that's almost six years. Mm. So, you know, that's pretty good. Unimpeachable. <laughs> All right. Well, there you go. There is the dog health update with a whole other bunch of weird stuff. Trying to, well, it went really weird with the snapping turtles. It's yeah. unrelated to our dogs. They're all fine. And, not as weird. <laughs> yep. So, uh, so yeah, more updates, obviously, on Twitter and Instagram as we get them. But it'll probably be, you'll, you know, you'll see the stuff from the surgery next week. Um, <laughs> you'll see dogs who have shaved patches. The boots with the fur will be back. <gasps> boots with the fur. Jasmine and Kesa will both have boots, boots with the fur. With the fur. <laughs> yep. And, That's uh, pretty good. So you'll get those updates. And then we'll have the, you know, when the biopsy results come back, we'll... Uh, We'll give some more yeah, detailed info. Going to the club with the boots and the fur. Boots with the fur. <laughs> <laughs> I promise there will be Snapchats with that song in it. Yeah, there will be. Yep. 
All right. Well, thanks everyone for listening to the bonus episode, and uh, we'll talk to you next week on Tuesday. Consider yourself updated. Indeed. Okay. Bye. Bye. Bye.